This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Art of Wrestling with professional wrestler Colt Cabana. All right. How you guys doing? Come on in. Sit down, relax. You're about to listen to the Art of Wrestling, a professional wrestling podcast. It's a live podcast. It's a personal journal. It's an entryway to the minds, the souls, the hearts, and the lives of the people involved in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Cole Cabana. I'm a fringe goer. I'm a lad. I'm a comedian. Most importantly, though, I am a professional wrestler, and I am coming to you live from my studio apartment in Chicago, Illinois. Before I go any further, this is fan support and listener supported podcast supported by people just like you. Support ColtMerch.com, DigitalColt.com, t-shirts, buttons, pictures, posters, DVDs, children's books, action figures, and so much more. Another great way to support Patreon.com. That is where all the old archives live and so much material from the Edinburgh Fringe. And I'm going to be putting up more stuff as the week goes on. And September 1st, Marty and DeRosa debut our quarterly podcast available Patreon.com slash Cold Cabana. All right, I, I am back home. I'm not in Edinburgh. I am in Chicago. The Fringe is done. It is finished with. It was such a lovely time, as always. A couple people came up this year and were like, I, I've heard you talk about The Fringe for years now. And I was like, I, we, I got to go. And they came and they found out how much fun and what madness it was. What a blast. Huge thanks to John Hastings for stepping up this year. Much love out to Brendan Burns. A lot of people asked about him, asked where he was. You can send Brendan some love on the internet, but John Hastings this year stepped up. He was wonderful. Check out John on the internet. If you're wondering one thing to watch, there's a YouTube clip where he gets heckled by Dennis Rodman, and then him and Dennis Rodman go at it for a little bit at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. Uh, it's got good numbers. You'll enjoy it. We're going to get to all the guests talking about wrestling during the live show, but I do want to tell you it's going to be a crazy week of uh, professional wrestling here in Chicago. And if you want to know my schedule, here it is. Thursday, I'll be wrestling at AAW. Friday, I'm going to be at StarCast from like 10 to 5. I'm doing a podcast, my podcast, The Art of Wrestling, from 2 to 3.30. And then afterwards, I'll be a guest on Marty and Sarah's podcast, which is live at StarCast. Saturday, I'm doing that side party with Pro Wrestling Tees. Sunday, I'll be back at StarCast in the morning. And then Marty and I are doing a free comedy show at Emporium Barcade. So if you want to go in the city of Chicago, get a little drunk, play some arcades, and uh, watch some comedy and wrestling with myself and Marty DeRosa, EmporiumChicago.com, the Wicker Park one. All right, that's all the information. Much love to the Monkey Barrel who put us up this year. If you're in Edinburgh ever, not just the fringe time, but ever, the Monkey Barrel is a great comedy club, and I'd recommend going there. Okay, the very first guest was a man named Sean Walsh, who's on television in the UK and also likes a little bit of wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, are we ready to meet our guest for tonight? 
Just, hey, uh, Sean, do you mind closing the doors when you come on stage? Thank you. <laughs> oh, that momentum's really going. <laughs> They're still fucking laughing. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the fantastic Sean Walsh, everybody! Thank you. Sean, by the way, uh, first guest in the history of show to come from doing his grocery shopping. <laughs> Thank you. What, what did you get at, at Sainsbury's? Um, Maltesers. <laughs> fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Three times. Someone either had a really good show or a really bad show. <laughs> also, I podcast this part, and for the people who don't live in the UK, is just going to hear a man going, ruffling through his bag, going, what'd you get? He goes, fingers. <laughs> for those of you listening at home, he's talking about Cadbury's fingers. They are the greatest of all the biscuits or cookies in the world. And here's how you know, because you eat one and you go, mm, that was really good. And then you realize, oh, I've eaten the whole box. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, rumor has it is uh, somebody's a big wrestling fan. I am. Well, I thought I was. Jesus, that went south quickly. <laughs> here, no, here. absolutely not. It's all shit. No, but like no, when I, I was explain. a kid, I had like I had an encyclopedic knowledge of WWF between like sort of '94 and 2001. And, and and then I thought so I thought I knew a lot and then I met John okay. yeah, no, and yeah. I thought I know nothing yeah, yeah but here's the thing you know a normal amount and I know a very uncomfortable amount yes exactly yeah like I know you're all thinking right there oh well of course Jim Cornette he became famous in Charlotte North Carolina no he actually had a very prestigious career in Memphis Tennessee for many years and then actually bounced around uh, the southeast for a great period of time and actually developed his chops that way and it's fun facts like that that made my high school years a hurricane of pussy <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times your podcast has heard that joke now. Yes. Uh, 94, so, so that's a lot of the. the WrestleMania 10. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the comedians that come on here, like, the, because of the. They're all really young and they'll be like, oh, I started watching, like, during, like, the Hardy Boys or the Dudleys. Okay, yeah. But I love a, a good 94 to 95 when WWF was at its absolute worst. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anything sticks out for you or characters that you loved at that time that kind of blew your mind a little bit. Well, I don't know. I think. Um well, I thought rest, not any characters in particular, but WrestleMania 11 was a bad card, oh. I think. Would you agree, WrestleMania uh, 11? 100%. It was such a bad card, they forgot one of the WrestleMania ring curtains. So on three sides it says WrestleMania, and the one of them it just says WWF. <laughs> Fucking hell. Will you remind me who headlined WrestleMania 11? Diesel Michaels. Michaels being heel. Wait a second. That was the best one for me at a time... When Jennifer Aniston, no, when Pamela, Hi, Anderson. When Pamela Anderson and Jenna McCarthy, I was say Melissa McCarthy, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer McCarthy, yeah, yeah, uh, oh, that was at like my puberty peak there. <laughs> then, therefore, the best WrestleMania. That's not, I didn't realize I was coming onto a show to be told by you when you've had a wank. <laughs> 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 now you know. Uh, you know. <laughs> Did you ever time a wank wrong when you were watching the VHS and it went a little too long and then you just were jacking off to Shawn Michaels and Diesel? Yeah. <laughs> I could find some qualities in both of them, I feel. <laughs> Wait, was that also Lawrence Taylor that versus was also Bam Bam Bigelow? Yes. Which headlined over the title match. You didn't think that was great to see Lawrence Taylor allegedly coked out of his mind? <laughs> Was he? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yes. Um, well, and the thing with that, though, by the way, is as a Canadian and a Brit, Lawrence Taylor doesn't have the same impact for yes. us as it would for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
especially because because did Lawrence Taylor he crippled the Chicago Bear. Did, for those of you who don't know, Lawrence Taylor was a football player, not your football, the other one that the Americans think is more popular, but yours was more popular. Uh, and Lawrence Taylor was a beast on the gridiron, and he very famously on Monday Night Football uh, ended a guy's career by breaking his femur bone on television. Frank Gifford, the commentary, best line of the night, oh, that's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> So who would be the UK equivalent to Lawrence Taylor in the in the maybe the theater world or the acting? I, I don't they know. They have sports here too. No, <laughs> but he was in sports. Then and it may be and, and, came he, to and he, oh. he featured on. I think it was Capital Carnage, maybe in the nineties. Vinnie Jones and he was actually yeah. in WWF Capital Carnage. Yeah, Vinnie Jones would be the exact perfect person. So Vinnie Jones was a football player yeah. and then just went on to be in a bunch of Guy Ritchie films where he went or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What did he do in Capital Carnage? I can't remember. Can anyone think, remember? I what think he was an enforcer for the match where Bulldog got a title shot after he hit Stephanie McMahon with a trash can. <laughs> Man, the Attitude Era was really slapped together. <laughs> uh, all right, then any... Uh, who, who was your super favorites? Uh, Brett. Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love watching Brett matches. Uh, and they say that, you know, you read those books and you say that, like, that's why... He got his push in WWF in general is because he'd come over to the UK and he'd just be so popular that they, like, for some reason, mm -hmm. he was a UK hero. I also, I just loved when I was growing up and still, but I, I actually recently watched um, Wrestling With Shadows recently, and I just loved how much he believed it. Mm. You know, oh. I really loved that. I love how much it meant to him. To, I'm, I love how much it meant to him to hold the title. And I think that's gone from wrestling nowadays when it was all about... The, t the title and being the best wrestler and, and that's how the storylines figured around that and that I, seems to I have gone so agree with the run up to that Iron Man match where they have those interviews where literally like Sean's or Sean's in a gym and all this stuff and doing upside down push ups he's so fucking crazy and then like Brett is walking through a snowy field and he's got a beard and he's swimming in that really small pool inside <laughs> and you're just like they're gonna fucking kill each other yeah this is going to be an hour-long match, and at the end, they're both going to have knives in their chest. Little did we know that was actually going to be the Roddy Piper Gold Dust match, but... <laughs> Fuck Hur you! <laughs> Hurricane of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um... All right, any other tidbits about wrestling that we should know, or...? I... Okay, I'll give you this. Okay. Um, at college, so at sixth form, so I would have been like 17 after secondary school, after high school, um, uh, I became a member of BCW, Brighton Championship Wrestling. This, but this was just backyard championship wrestling. We're well aware. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, we have and, a clip and, coming up. And, and I, um, I, 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 wasn't, um, I wasn't a wrestler, but I was a manager, and my name was I had an American accent and my my name was Sean Fashion and I I used to do this this was the thing that I used to do and, and I was I was Sean Fashion and I was the manager of Evil Dave <laughs> let me get let me get let me guess. Bad guy? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. And my special move was called the catwalk. And all it was, was even though I was a manager, I still had a special move. And I would come in, I would interfere. And the special move was just doing the sort of walk you might do when walking down a catwalk. And then I did a low blow. 
Now, a lot of us did backyard wrestling. A lot of us did backyard wrestling, and it's kind of like, it is looking back kind of sad to do backyard wrestling, but it's even sadder to be a manager. Exactly. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Um, BCW. 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 I do have one more question for you, and that is, you ready to watch a little wrestling? Yes. Up next is a Canadian friend, Chris Betts. Let's take it to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Ladies and gentlemen, please go wild for the awesome Chris Betts, everybody! Hello, Chris. Hi. We, we lived together for years, and I don't think we ever once talked about wrestling, but we did play a lot of wrestling video games. We did, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we didn't watch wrestling, actually, because I watch it alone in the middle of the night now, so I don't know what the fuck we were doing. When do you think I watch it? <laughs> Damn it. It's not a daytime yeah. thing. You can't be looking at the Beverly Brothers at 9 a.m. Are you a wrestling watcher now? Um, yeah, well, I was. I was when I was young. Like, uh, uh, I was a, uh, when I was a little, I was the biggest Razor Ramon fan. Ooh. He was the coolest guy I had ever seen when I was nine. So what, what did it for you? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the toothpick. Yeah. That was cool. Right? Did, Explain the did toothpick. You, wait, I got, did you then go around school with a toothpick? All day? Yeah. Oh. Did when you I, do that? When I first saw the movie Cobra with Sylvester Stallone, he used to have a match in his mouth, yeah, and I yeah, would go around yeah, like with a match, yeah, thinking yeah, I was yeah, the coolest yeah. fucking dude. See, they never did anything for me. That said, Diesel, I thought, was really badass, especially the one time he had a slicked-backed ponytail. Ooh. So then I kept wetting my hair for a week, and I got to tell you, I looked like a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> did you understand any of the cocaine references with Razor Ramon? I, I didn't know that there were any. Oh, and you yeah. still don't? I I haven't I haven't gone back. Mostly now I focus on D'Lo Brown. <laughs> Wait, I'm, his name is Razor Ramon, and there's razors on his trunks. I thought he was a self-harmer. <laughs> um, well, let's segue into uh, your fascination with D'Lo, D'Lo Brown. <laughs> yeah, he's an excellent technical wrestler. I think it all fell down when they teamed him with The Godfather, and instead of dressing like a pimp, he just dressed like the genie from I Dream of Genie. <laughs> 
if you guys didn't get this joke, that joke, it's going to be a long hour. Now, <laughs> just kidding, of course. It's a comedy show. Or is it? Uh, D'Lo Brown. I honestly, it's because he's technical. Because when I was a kid, it was um, I was really into. I also it was either it, it's a weird combination, but it was Razor Ramon and Doink the Clown. But wait, which Doink? Angry Doink or fun weird Doink with the variety of little people Doink? Or that one fun weird Doink? Or the hundreds of Doinks on the independent wrestling scene <laughs> that weren't Doink that dressed up like Doink because you could <laughs> just say you're Doink and nobody's gonna know if you're Doink or not. <laughs> My first match against a man named Eric Freedom, who we refer to as Eric the Doink, <laughs> backstage, because uh, he dropped the Eric Freedom gimmick because he was way making way more money as Eric the, the Doink. Doink. Yes. Jesus. Yes. Um, I assume that anyone who pretends to be Doink the Clown smells bad. Well, you you knocked that one right out of the park. <laughs> it's just this idea of like, all right, I'm going to pretend to be a drunken evil clown. Showers. It's not an everyday thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and what about what do you like about the technical aspects of D'Lo Brown? I agree. I also watch matches for that, which is why I'm a big Steve Blackman fan. Oh shit! He's fucking awesome, isn't he? And have you seen what he's turned into in his older age? He looks like eleven different guys melted down. <laughs> he's the kind of guy that has a gun just at the grocery store. I just, I just like watching anything done well, and I think I was so about the, the pageantry and the bigness of it when I was younger that now mm. I just appreciate like the attention to detail. What about, did you like the genius Lanny Poffo? Do you know who the well, genius Lanny Poffo is? I don't know Poffo. the I mean, he, I feel he's a person who does everything well. He, okay. he reads poems and uh, sucks his own dick. Yeah. Um, those the are ring? Yeah, well, uh, like, I mean, <laughs> there's not been a camera on him the whole time, and if I know anything about wrestling, the answer is yes. <laughs> And what you, a finisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you think I'm just being crass to be crass, go on YouTube and watch his interviews where they ask him, and he's like, yes, I do that. <laughs> Not it, I have done that. I no, do no. that. It's an even weirder segue. He's discussing about how enemas are keeping him uh, calm and good and how he's got his food down to no solids, just three shakes. And then he looks down the camera and then goes, and self-pleasure is also an excellent way to keep thin and fit. <laughs> And then they go, we've heard a rumor about you. And he goes, yes, I practice self-fellatio. Um, all right, we got another question for you in terms of wrestling, if that's okay. Absolutely. Uh, you ready to watch a little wrestling? Fuck yeah. yeah. Are you guys ready? All right, the next guest was actually a fill-in, but a great fill-in. She was so great. One of my dear friends, Josie Long, who is a comedian in the UK and America, she has a baby, a one-year-old. And uh, it was very hard to get a sitter. She was unable to do it. So she sadly had to cancel. But Emmy Blotnick stepped up and had a great time with us. Ladies and gentlemen, please go live for the awesome Emmy Blotnick, everybody! <laughs> she's, she's punching the air. Yeah. That's what wrestlers do. <laughs> Keep punching. I'll make the sound effects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Were you fingering your opponent or tossing his chin beard? Oh, oh, it's both, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well done. Thank you. <laughs> well, welcome to the wrestling show. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, usually on a, a scale of uh, 10 to 0, uh, we'll usually ask where our guests, who we ask from a variety of, of places of, along the fringe, where the wrestling knowledge is at. 
Uh, um, I know the people's elbow. Ooh, that's and a that one. That is all. Yes, it's a one. It's a, a, it's a zero to one. What do you know about? What do you know, and why do you know the people's elbow? Uh, I want to have sex with the Rock pretty bad. <laughs> this is an interesting development. Where the, yeah. The Rock is real catnip to the ladies, as it turns out. Yeah, I want to climb him like a mountain. <laughs> Are you are you sad that he's now gotten married for the ninth time? It will not stop me in any way. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like I have no say in it, but I feel like with this confidence, I think he would find it be like, yeah, yeah. let's fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. That mountain cli- comment, especially like if you walked up to him and you're like, "Hello, Dwayne," which yeah. is his actual name. You're like, "Hope you like Jewish women who get tired easily." <laughs> <laughs> If you, could, if you could say that and then just raise one eyebrow up. Yeah! You'd be giving him the people's elbow. Ooh, yeah. So that's all I know. <laughs> yeah, but you had, you had to have uh, known that for a reason, right? I, I Googled him a lot. <laughs> so, so did it start, like it has it started with any sort of non-wrestling fan's love of The Rock, or did it start on Instagram with his weird posts about working out only one of his four daughters and then Sundays where he eats the most amount of food I've ever seen anything eat in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his Instagram's fucking, it's great, but I feel bad for those three other daughters because <laughs> only one is mentioned and he's like, I got these other ones, but this one's cute. Should we play a game where we, we uh, ask her about a wrestler and then we just have her guess what they I think that's up? a yeah. fucking great game. Okay, you go first. So if I said there was a, uh, a wrestler named the Red Rooster, what do you think he would be? Um, a two-star hotel. <laughs> hey, he's I a two-star wrestler. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> we said the same joke. You owe me a Coke. Now, um, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, you said Red Rooster. Fuck. Okay, I got one. Uh, the Gobbledygooker. What's this game again? <laughs> you have... We're going to tell you that's an actual wrestler. Guess and he- guess, like... What they look like, what they did, what their oh, character what the is, okay, character is okay. anything. Gobbledygooker. Uh, that's a guy with a lot of tissues. I feel like he's like a, he's a very boogery man with bad allergies. Oh. I, 
What about this wrestler, the Bastion Booger? The Bastion Booger? Yeah. It is a bat. Oh man, is the Bastion Booger? The answer it's is he's the man a... with a lot of tissue. Okay, yes. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, by like... the way, the, uh, the gobbledygooker was a man in a giant chicken suit that danced. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, sounds and is are very different. Okay, okay. What, what about The Undertaker? Have you ever heard of him? I have heard of him. Oh. I wouldn't recognize him if he was, like, here. <laughs> Emmy, if it makes you feel any better, at this point with the amount of Botox and weird hairstyles he's done, we wouldn't... Oh, you guys are surprised? You're awing the... He looks like he just survived a fire and is surprised. <laughs> Uh, Any suggestions from the crowd? Papa Shango. Oh, Papa Shango. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think Papa Shango is? A pizza man? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. No, he, he, he's a black guy who was a voodoo master and is now an actual pimp in Las Vegas. <laughs> I, just after all the shit that that asshole that owns Papa John's did, I wish he would just change his name to Papa Shango Pizza. I'd probably eat it then. The Dicks. The Dicks? Yeah, yeah. You, you unfortunately heard it correctly. <laughs> that, was, that was on national television for, I'd say, about three months. Oh, no, it was like six, seven months. They, they, like, they doubled down on the dick because they added a manager to the dicks to be like, what they were missing was guidance. <laughs> the dicks. Uh, sounds like my ex-boyfriends. Am I right? Am I right? I'm going to leave. <laughs> I don't, they were, there were two men dressed like penises. <laughs> I was going to say, were they sleepy Jewish men? I don't know. Oh. That would be your... Um, okay. <laughs> yes. What were they? They were two... Men dressed like penises. No, that was the Johnsons. Oh, you're this right. This is real. This is professional wrestling. That's the Johnson. The dicks were two male strippers that were about five foot one each. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And full of testosterone. Yeah. Or steroids. <laughs> Allegedly. I, I, Cole Cabana, did not say that. That was John Hastings. I, John Hastings, am going out on a limb here and saying the dicks were on steroids. Come at me, fuckos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last question for you and for everybody. Are you ready to watch a little wrestling? Yeah. All right, before we get to our next guest, Ed Knight, there is some Steve Ranazizi and 9-11 talk that maybe you don't understand. I'll give you a little bit of a context. We were talking about it before we welcomed him up on stage, but I went and saw Steve Ranazizi's show. He is the guy who, I don't know, infamously lied about being in the towers during 9-11, and he went on Howard Stern and kind of told the whole story. I went and saw his show, and I liked it a lot, and I thought he was really open, and I thought it was pretty wild to come to Edinburgh and tell the story. And then a couple nights later, he actually came to our show, and after about five minutes, he got up, and we were like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And we're like, all right. And then he never came back. So my joke was the two worst lies you could possibly tell, lying about 9-11 and then lying about ditching out on our show. And that's where all that talk stems from. I don't hate the guy. But it did hurt me a lot. We didn't have many walkouts this year. And sadly, one was uh, the guy from the league. Ed Knight, though, total class. Enjoy him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest tonight, the absolutely fantastic Mr. Ed Knight! Hey! Hello, Ed. Hey! 
How's it going? Thank you for having me, sweet boys. Very good. Ooh, that's our tag team name, the yeah, sweet, boys. sweet Boys. We were Stitch and Bitch last year. Stitch and Bitch. Last last yeah, night. It was last night. I revealed yeah. that I sew my own wrestling costumes. Yeah. Oh. And he revealed that he's a bitch. <laughs> I got a blog and I name names. <laughs> Is it Steve Renazzi every time? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and he knows what he. Would you keep it the fuck down? I guess you're Steve Renazzisi's friend. <laughs> uh, Ed, have you ever lied about being in 9-11? Uh, not to my knowledge. I was actually five when 9-11 came out. I um, hate you more than anything in the world. <laughs> the whole crowd did groan. Yeah. You groaned worse at that than the idea of a man lying about being in 9-11 was the idea that he was five. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember the... the the Donald Trump head shave match better than I remember 9/11. I mean, so do I, and I was 16 during 9/11. I was, I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was five, I think, maybe four. For fuck's sake. That's Mr. Cunt to you. <laughs> that was the best because two friends ran that way. One of them ran that way. <laughs> it's five pounds. You have to pay. Bye bye. Oh, but it's gonna get in here. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, just drink more and then drive home. <laughs> fucking Scottish people you oh guys just have one too many mixed cocktail drinks and you become fucking English it's fucking disgusting <laughs> um, so Addie, here's our little niche of the, of the fringe in this little basement uh, we like to kind of get a range of uh, wrestling fandom from the guests usually uh, mm. sometimes it's low sometimes it's high you already dropped a, a very nice uh, mm. Trump in wrestling but that could just be pop culture we don't know you could just be Googling at the back. I was, right. a, I was a fan, a real fan of wrestling when I was young. I used to love, like, it, WrestleMania 22, 23 was when I was into the, the thing I remember most is Joey Mercury getting his face busted. In oh. That's, like, the defining thing of when did, I was, like, And watching. did that freak you the fuck out? Or? I was like, this is the best shit I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Joey Mercury doesn't think so. No. <laughs> what was his actually, for those of you who don't know, Joey Mercury was a wrestler, dash, dash. Head. Hospital patients. Uh, this is being podcast. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I didn't say that. That was cold. Now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So was my thing. I said it was cold as well. But uh, but what was the actual injury? He's saying. Well, basically, he got hit with in the, in the face with a ladder. It was some mad like Jeff and Matt Hardy stunt thing with him and Johnny Nitro, and, and it was all very well set up, but they just didn't get out of the way. Yeah, and time. basically, you know how you have a face. Well, at the end of it, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't have a face. <laughs> Well, do you know what the actual injury was? Or was it, just a it was bad. It yeah. was very so you, bad. You look at it and you don't go like, oh, you're just you're like, wow, that's... Yeah, that sucks. Trouble. I'm pretty sure they reconstructed his face. Yeah, it's like afterwards, this, it's yeah. real bad. Way to bring it all down, sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to interrupt the 9-11 chat with my <laughs> yeah. chat about, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who are your go-to guys? I'll ask, I'll ask an open-ended question. Okay. A, who are your go-to guys, or who were the guys you're like, I can't believe these guys are wrestlers. As a comedian, I find these, them very funny. My favorite wrestler was Shawn Michaels. Yeah, good stuff. For what reason? Because uh, he's a sexy boy? He's a sexy boy, <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah, I, he was a sexy boy. I used to really like Shawn Michaels and Trip. I gave DX was a thing when I was a, like when I was a ten year old. I thought that's that was crazy because you got world. second round. I got DX. second round. I got handled by Mustache DX. 
Yeah, you got handlebar mustache. Anytime they did suck it, Shawn Michaels walked out of camera frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I got born again Christian DX. Yeah, you got doesn't, that doesn't gel too well. Yeah. <laughs> you can suck it, or if you don't feel like doing that, that's totally fine. You're not married, but when you're married, yeah. you have to. That was what yeah. that it was like, DX you can, was. You can suck it, but only if you sip it and put it on your tongue as well. <laughs> Yeah, where my Catholics at in the room? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Not here. <Yeah. laughs> I, I used to love The Undertaker as well and Mick Foley. Uh, the people who I would like. I mean, it's so weird to meet a fan of, because you got them second round. So you're like, yeah. second round dead man, Mick Foley coming out of retirement, just needing more money to buy egg sandwiches. Yeah, second, second round ECW. So I used to love ECW. Oh. But this is when like like uh, everyone was like pretty old now. And they were all like... like uh, <laughs> Like Sam and Tommy Dreamer were like in their forties, and it was a bit hard. They, 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 they yeah, that'd right. be awful to yeah. be in your forties in a pro no, wrestling. Yeah. Like, Jesus, <laughs> you'd be no, the I mean, worst. Like, huh? you, you keep in shape, but those were two like two, they were two fat cunts that used to just smash each other in the face yeah. with barbed wire. <laughs> and it's like, what's what weird is actually Sandman never looked healthier than new ECW. Oh, really? It's oh. very funny because he would be backstage because that's when I was employed by the company, and he was backstage, and you would think like Sandman, and he just he'd always be in khaki golfer pants mm -hmm. with his legs crossed reading the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> really? I, this is no joke. Because I picture him, he literally just wakes up in the bathtub of a red roof <laughs> inn and he's like, I hope I'm wrestling in this town. <laughs> yeah. He turned into like the weirdest corporate dude and it was pretty funny and, and amazing. That's so, so good. good. Yeah. Uh, like, licking his finger and turning the page. Right, right. That's yeah. crazy. But there's like Homer Simpson glasses pushing yeah. it up. But he doesn't actually know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like upside down yeah. and shit, like a porn mag, like barely yeah. hidden. <laughs> uh, did you say you had, you had ones that you thought were silly? Uh, there were a couple. There were a lot of like uh, people that would come in very briefly. Goldman. Yeah, Scotty Goldman. <laughs> Scotty, Jewish there, was this, there was this one guy. <laughs> I can't remember his name. He didn't last that I can't, long. There was one. I can't remember his name. There's one guy that used to like take a bite of an apple and then spit it on people. Oh, Carlito. Carlito. That was it. Caribbean yeah. cool. Caribbean cool. Carlito. He stabbed yeah. John Cena in a nightclub in one of the weirder things wrestling's ever done. Really? Yeah, we're gonna have a match for the Intercontinental Title. Here's how I'm gonna resolve it. My friend's gonna stab you in a nightclub, and then Vince McMahon is gonna say some stuff about Puerto Rican people that is. Racist. <laughs> Speaking of incredibly problematic in wrestling, the one that I thought I was just, even as a 10 year old, I was like, there's something I need to, was uh, Finley. And obviously. Because uh, you're Irish. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, right. Who is dressed as a leprechaun and lived underneath the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and I, even then, I, even as a 10 year old, I was like, there's. So I should probably write to somebody about this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it was even worse than you're remembering. His original name was not Hornswoggle. What was it? That little bastard. Fuck me. Oh, yes, I, yeah, I remember. And his name on the indies was Shortstack. Is that true? Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how is that the least offensive of all the terms? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Hornswoggle, he used to like have a shillelagh. That, this, his whole character was like a drunk Irishman. They used to just beat people with a stick, which was bad enough without a leprechaun called Hornswoggle that lives under the ring and delivers you chairs. <laughs> yeah. The FedEx of professional wrestling. <laughs> uh, I do have one more question. Uh, yes, it's, it's for you and for everybody. You ready to watch a little wrestling? Yeah. And the last guest of the series, of the 2019 Edinburgh Fringe Festival series, a friend of mine, Tom Tuck, and 
Tom Tuck is obsessed with a band called the Mountain Goats. I've played their music on the old Art of Wrestling's when we had a song of the week. And through the years, I've connected with John Darnielle, who is the writer and singer of the Mountain Goats. And I was like, ah, maybe I'll see if I can get him to uh, introduce Tom Tuck. And he was happy to do it. Said he had had a bad day, and it made him feel real good that he was going to be able to make someone else have a good day by doing this video. And then that made me feel good that I was able to make someone else feel good by him doing this video. So it was just this domino effect of people feeling good. And here is John Darnielle introducing Tom Tuck. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The surprise. I thought you would. So I will let somebody else welcome him. People of Edinburgh, greetings from beautiful downtown Durham, North Carolina. I'm on the roof of a parking garage or as y'all might call it, a car park. I'd like you now to put your hands together and make some noise for the one, the only, the indisputable, the undeniable, from parts unknown, Mr. Tom. Tom! Tom Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! I don't want to be. That is so niche. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand what's happened. Okay, this was done for one person, and Tom. it's Tom. Yeah, yeah. So Tom? everyone's confusion is warranted. Correct, yeah. Tom. Uh, Tom, so Tom, will you explain? Uh, three years ago, Mark Watson um, did a thing called the Festival of Bad Ideas, and he rang me up and said, "I bet you've got a bad idea." <laughs> and I said, "Yep. How about Tom Tuck sings the Mountain Goats?" <laughs> and Mark said, "What?" A comedian no one knows sings the songs of a band no one knows. <laughs> that does sound bad. Uh, 110 people came. Seven of them knew the band. <laughs> this is the chief song, the only songwriter and uh, the singer of the band. Holy shit, how do you know him? Uh, wrestling's a weird place. <laughs> he made an album all about wrestling. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? Sounds like I have a new favorite band. It's called Beat the Champ. It's a very good record. Uh, what were the what were the album what were the songs on the albums that you liked? Did anything speak to you? 
Uh, loads of them I, I can play and about the 40 one. of them and, oh, the, the, and the wrestling one, one uh, The Ballad of Bull Ramos mm. I think the most famous one is the one about Chavo Guerrero yes yeah. senior or junior junior senior yeah. Yeah. sorry Chavo classic <laughs> <laughs> um, so he did this for you and he's very happy to do it for you no that's, and, that's very uh, sweet I, I tried to get a message to him uh, via John Hodgman when I first did the show um and John Hodgman said, yeah, he definitely got it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since then, I've been doing, well, so this fringe, I've been doing it every day for about two hours a day for no real reason. You've been doing, wait, you've been doing what? Sending him messages? No. <laughs> <laughs> S- singing the songs of the Mountain Goats. Ah, yes. What I like about this show as being the last one is this is how niche the show has gotten. We're doing a show where we watch wrestling, which is something only a few people like. <laughs> and we're starting it by talking about a band that one guy likes. <laughs> and the rest of us are all sitting there going, yeah, fine. Fine. Because <laughs> we've been all at parties where we meet that one other guy who drops a Bam Bam Bigelow reference, and you're just like, oh, I think I just found my best friend. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk a little wrestling. Yes. Uh, your knowledge on wrestling. Where does it stand? Where is it um, at? I would very much uh, WWF pre-E. Ah, excellent. Um, I uh, grew up in Bangladesh, and we... we you did grew up where? In Bangladesh. We, we There was no cable TV. You didn't get WrestleMania yeah. or anything, but... There, there was a, DV, a, a video store that did, pirated everything. Mm. So I rented WrestleMania 8 a lot. Oh. <laughs> what a classic WrestleMania. It's very unsung in the... It's var- the second Macho Man Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania fight, isn't it? Incorrect. Oh, uh, is it the first? No. The oh. WrestleMania 7 the- is the first one. WrestleMania 8 is Ric Flair Macho Man Randy Savage, where Ric Flair does quite arguably the most noticeable blade job in the history of wrestling. <laughs> where he's literally stood up and just goes... <laughs> and then looks at Mr. Perfect, and Mr. Perfect goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Perfect, same birthday as me. Oh! So he was my favorite wrestler as a kid, because that's all you need when you're a kid. <laughs> and uh, that's why I did um, the Perfect Plex brackets, Fisherman Suplex, at the Wrestling Thank 2. You. Yeah, and you were part of the wrestling. So you did a match, just like John, yeah. where I yelled at John for being the shits uh, at his only match. Hang on. I make one fucking mistake, and Billy fucking all the time walks over. Hey, could you be a bit more professional in the ring? And I go, that's my first match, and I'm not a wrestler. And he went, that doesn't matter. And I went, yes, it does. Yeah. So uh, we, we, I was doing a tag team match, and there's one comedian, one wrestler on each side. So it was Dan Cook, who's a spindly, spindly man. So he was the person I was going to suplex. But we were both teamed up with beefcake wrestlers. And we'd rehearsed the, rea- uh, the interactions between the... With, ours with the other wrestlers with uh, not them. On the day, yes. they turned up and went, hey, we'll change up the end a bit. So, um, well, we'll do one, two, three, like, uh, as we were going to do. And then uh, we'll get you down the floor. You, you sit up. I'll drop kick you in the chest. And then you roll out the ring. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but the noise that drop kick made. I remember. Silenced a room of 600 people. They're like, we know that man is not trained enough. <laughs> and then I rolled out the ring and I had nothing else to do for the rest of the match, which was good. <laughs> um, That's I mean, almost as good as when we did the wrestling. And by the way, wrestling is, of course, a total competition. Um, but a very... Thank you, sir. A really fat guy was in our match and he said to a lady, instead of this finish, I'm just going to leg drop you. You'll be fine. <laughs> 
She was not fine. Oh, no. Uh, was it bulk? It certainly was. And let me say this about bulk. He wants to talk about bluegrass music more than anyone else in the world. And I, for some reason, was like, yeah, actually, I don't mind this guy. And then he just thought we were best friends. And then I got very confused. So bluegrass was his Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm, there you go. <laughs> that deserved way more. <laughs> um, all right, I got one more question for you and for everybody. You guys ready to watch a little wrestling? Yeah! Well, there you have it. Another year in the books. Hopefully, if nothing else changes, we'll be back next year. That's always the plan. Uh, you never know. John, you know, he might get signed to a big-time movie contract. Maybe I'll get signed to a big-time wrestling contract. The chances are not likely, so we'll probably see you in 2020. Uh, before we go, let's get in some plugs and... Upcoming events! All right, the best way that you can support, coltmerch.com, digitalcult.com, and patreon.com slash coltcabana. Twitter and Instagram at coltcabana, Facebook slash coltcabana. Coltwrestling at gmail.com is my very public email. Maybe your promoter won't put me on your upcoming show or convention. I have a YouTube channel. I also have a website, coltcabana.com. That's where you can send something fun to my P.O. box. Upcoming just for this weekend, Thursday and Friday, aawrestling.com. Friday and Sunday during the day, starcast.com. Friday, I'll be doing a 2 p.m. art of wrestling. And then Sunday, free show. Doors at 5, shows at 6, EmporiumChicago.com. Intro music is by the ukulele teacher on YouTube. Outro music by Superfun, yeah, yeah, Rocket Ship. Podcast cover art and design by Jimmy Lee. Photo by James Musselwhite. Thanks to John Hastings, Sean Walsh, Chris Betts, Emmy Blodnick, Ed Knight, and Tom Tuck for coming on the show. Thanks to our sponsors, HighSpots.com and the HighSpots Network. They will be hosting Thursday, September 12th, a live iPay-Per-View for $5 Wrestling. You can also watch your PWGs and Egos Amigos. You can also get AMA knee pads, gear, masks, even a wrestling ring from HighSpots. We'd also like to thank One Hour Tees. They help run ProWrestlingTees.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Colt Cabana is where you can get my shirts if you don't go to coltmerch.com. All right, uh, the next podcast coming out will be October 3rd, so stay subscribed, stay on, and who knows, maybe something crazy happens at StarCast that I have to podcast it, or something happens crazy at $5 Wrestling that I have to podcast it. I will have my microphone with me. I will be putting stuff out. You never know. Just stay subscribed, and maybe it will come too. All right, but till then, this has been the Art of Wrestling for Colt Cabana. I'm Cole Cabana. Thanks.